0: about a fictional world brought to life about some badass women taking things into their own hands about wonder woman uh, no no wait wonder woman's not real what what you, <laughs> what? that doesn't make sense buddy bot um about buffy the vampire slayer again not real and welcome to the show buddy bot i'm recording again hey you want some cookies i'm cooking some cookies uh why what does that have to do with any of this um i just thought i'd be nice and make you some cookies -hmm, mm -hmm. what are you up to Mm, nothing okay all right, well, here, let me let me uh, keep recording here. Uh, welcome back, everybody, <laughs> Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers. This is, uh, le- man, I was, I had, s- buddy, but I had such a good intro going. I was, like, in the mood and everything. All right, fictional world brought to, I, I can't stop smiling now, and now my voice sounds different, brought to reality. I don't even remember what words I was saying, and... Okay, so here, we're talking about the Order of Mysteries. This is the Mistress of Mysteries, Order of Mysteries quest stuff in Fallout 76. And today, we're going to go through all the details and explain what actually happened and how all that stuff works, because it's probably one of the best quest lines in Fallout 76. You sure you do want some cookies? Maybe when I'm done, okay? Here, let's tell you what. Let's, let's get into it. The mission statement of The Order of Mysteries goes like this. The Order of Mysteries is a sisterhood dedicated to upholding the virtues exemplified by the mistress of mystery, courage, cunning, and compassion. We fight in the shadows to protect ourselves, one another, and the people of Appalachia from any threat to their lives or liberty. It sounds like a very noble cause. That sounds really cool, especially for something that was built On top of a fictional character and then brought into the real world, which, of course, obviously, Fallout's still fictional. I'm sorry if I have to break that to anybody, but you get the sense like in the Fallout world, that's real. And the Mistress of Mysteries is fictional because the Mistress of Mystery was a hubris comic character. In fact, it was their most famous character. And she was uh, actually has a real name in the comics, uh, Claudia Martin. And she is a, like, crime-fighting, sort of detective kind of character. And she was born to some parents who were archaeologists in Egypt. That's the idea, is that they were they were searching for the Lost Pyramid of Amun-Re. And they didn't survive. They vanished or they were killed or something. We don't know. That's part of the mystery. And she was orphaned. And forced to survive on the streets of Cairo and eventually adopted by a wealthy heiress. And then on her 18th birthday, she came across her parents' effects, their items, the things that, that they left. And she set out in order to figure out what happened to their disappearance. Sounds like something that would be totally watchable. I would watch that show or read that comic, right? And so... This is the foundation for the Mistress of Mystery, and she shows up, this comic and this character first show up in Fallout 4, again in Fallout 76, and in Fallout 76 we have, and by the way, we're at the point where I'm now digging into Fallout 76 quest lines and and lore and stuff. I've been holding off on that. It has been a number of years now since Fallout 76 came out. I think the statute of limitations is kind of off on that. So be aware if you haven't done this quest line, maybe go do it first and then listen to the rest of this episode. But if you're just interested in some of the background and stuff, you just want to get through it, then just listen to it. It's fine. It it just depends on your mentality on these things, but there will be some spoilers to point it out. So we have to, we have to go to the world of 2077 right before the bombs drop and the, the The Huber's comics characters are becoming very popular. In fact, they decide they're going to create a Silver Shroud TV show. And in the Silver Shroud TV show, The Mistress of Mystery will be a main character. And a actress, a woman named Shannon Rivers, expects that she will be picked for this role. She's a wealthy uh, <laughs> I guess, wife of of a man named Frederick Rivers. And together, they had amassed a lot of money. And so they decide to put together a location in their mansion, a hidden location, just like the Mistress of Mystery would have, in order for her to be prepped for the role, basically. So Shannon and Frederick Rivers uh, work on this together with a man named Kent Connolly who is a diehard fan and probably a friend of theirs or or whatever. We don't really know all the details here. But they basically build this lair and then hire stunt actors, martial artists, military trainers, experts of all sorts of different types of weaponry, all sorts of things. And she begins training as if she is the mistress of mystery in order to fit this role. This is all before the bombs drop, all before anything, everything goes to hell, right? And then the bombs drop. (laughs) Of course, right? That's how all of these stories work. 2077, the Great War happens, and there goes Hubris Comics, there goes the movie industry. And on top of it, we know that she got the message before the war happened, right before the war happened, that they would pick a different actress Shannon Rivers goes through all of this prep and conditioning only to find out that she was going to be picked over by somebody else is that a phrase she was going somebody else is going to be picked a younger less (laughs) less talented and less prepared actress was going to be picked for the role and yet of course the TV show never happens because the bombs drop so, fast forward a little bit. Appalachia survives the Great War, right? It doesn't really get blown into the Stone Age like everywhere else. But things are hard. Raiders start showing up. Terrible things start happening. And in this terrible world, by the, by the actual date, we have the date here, July 8th of 2078, Olivia Rivers, uh, Shannon's daughter, was accosted by Raiders and we find out that Shannon responds immediately to this and fights back. She is trained and kicks the Raiders butts and maybe kicks the Raiders butts is a little too tame here. She actually kills a few of them in order to save her daughter, Olivia. And Olivia is just like, holy crap, mom, what? (laughs) Teach me how to do that. Basically is what happens. So, Olivia asks for training from her mother in order to be a mistress of mystery because she's like, mom, you're like the mistress of mystery here. You just kick those guys butts. Why don't you teach me how to do that? And Shannon agrees because she realizes in this last year that the world has changed and that her daughter needs to protect herself from the kinds of individuals who would be trying to do these things to her. And so. They start training and Shannon begins putting on the gear. Remember, in her lair, she actually had gear and equipment like the Mistress of Mystery would have because they wanted it to be that real. And she starts venturing out into the wasteland in her combat gear, in a costume that disguised who she was, in order to fight the good fight. And this does a few things you end up with a character who starts getting like, I mean, this is, first of all, this is like extreme cosplay, like super extreme cosplay, which is kind of cool because she actually backs it up with her own abilities, right? And she's actually doing some good things out in the wasteland. But it also serves to bond together, mother and daughter, under this similar cause. These two badass women kicking Raider butt out in the wasteland. And then we find out that Things are getting worse. In fact, people are pouring into Appalachia because it's a safe or appears to be a safer place with food and places for them to live and those kinds of things. And people are dying. Parents are leaving their children behind. They start to realize that there is a number of orphaned girls out there that could use somebody to help raise them. So they take them in and it starts with three of them, Clarissa, Eve and Amy. In fact, they came across these girls as they were going through the river's garbage, trying to find food to eat. And there was a fourth, a boy named Brody Torrance, who Shannon sends away. Which creates kind of a rift for the first time in the relationship between Shannon and her daughter, Olivia. So they bring these girls in and they survive this terrible winter of uh, 2078. And by 2079, the flood of travelers and caravans past the manor had increased. And some of them actually ended up stopping by there in order to trade or or talk. And they noticed a number of these ended up with orphaned girls along with them. And so they fully converted the manor over to an orphanage for young girls. And they brought more of these girls into the orphanage. And so this becomes the origin of the Order of Mysteries. They bring in these girls to this orphanage. They give them food, shelter, and training, and something more to fight for. The idea of a better future. And there's a series of virtues that are lifted here in this sisterhood. Courage, cunning, and compassion. So time goes on, and this becomes the cycle. They bring in new girls, they train them up, and the years pass. The next three years pass, actually. 2082. And in that time, some of the girls have grown and become very adept. Adept to the point where Shannon, the headmistress, is okay with sending them out for less risky missions. Because they really can handle themselves well. She keeps the the more dangerous stuff to herself at this point still. But for the most part, they are set. They are qualified, they're older, and they know how to take care of themselves. And in fact, we're told by 2082 that the Raider activity is at an all-time low for the first time since the Great War in the five years that it's been now. But, this is also the year of the Christmas Flood. We talked about it last week, we've talked about it on previous episodes about 76. This is one of those Situations, One of those events in the history of Appalachia that everything kind of focuses in on and then radiates out from David Thorpe, who we talked about last time, commits his raider group to this terrible event. And this becomes a moment for Shannon. Shannon Rivers realizes that this specific raider group is more dangerous than the others. And they need to be focused on. They needed to be brought down. And so over that winter, 2082 into 2083, she and this order of mysteries start doing a lot of reconnaissance. I guess that's the best word for it. Reconnaissance and research about who these raiders are, where they are set up, what are their weaknesses. And they realize that Especially up in the mountains where closer to the top of the world, they have multiple bases, encampments, lots of checkpoints, sniper posts covering the region. They are very well positioned in and defended. And not a group that would be easy to sneak into even using the shadows in order to take out their leadership or the individual members of the group. This was not going to be easy, and so it took a lot of time for Shannon and the the other mistresses to study what was going on. By September 2084, we are told that, that that's kind of the next update that we get, and by this point, Olivia has been very, very effective. She's still very... Uh, we, we learn that she's kind of hard-headed, she kind of wants to do her own things, and she's Getting very good at striking from the shadows, taking out groups. In fact, there's one story in particular where we hear about this flawless raid against the Garahan outpost where she cleared out, get this, four sniper nests, a half dozen beast dens, and a derelict military bunker before returning three days late from the time that she was expected to return. And of course, she did a great job, but of course that brings up tension between her and Shannon. And during this event, brought with her her initiate, they had initiates they would take with them, Rachel West, who this is her first time out in the field and they accomplish all of these things. But Shannon, who is equally as stubborn as her daughter, was not cool with that, especially for this being her first outing and and all of that stuff. So, again, the tension between the two seemed to start to increase. And so time moves on again the next update we get is from february 7th 2086 so another few years go by and up until this point the order of mysteries has been amazingly effective at what they do this is a turning moment here one of the mistresses one of the girls who was raised up and trained named clarissa is found dead and this impacts the organization in fact It creates debate about how they operate and if they need to reach out for help from any of the other groups out in the wasteland. And the debate here is that their very existence is never spoken about. They are a mystery. If people talk about mistresses of mystery or these individuals showing up at a location and taking out sniper nests, who was that? Who was we have no idea who that was? Nobody knows that they are actually an operating like an operating group out in the wasteland doing things. And that's for good reason, because Shannon believes that if they do admit that they exist and draw connections between them and any other group, it puts everybody at risk. The manor, all of the girls and Shannon and Olivia. It opens them up for something terrible. ...to happen. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love... Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and BuddyBot, those cookies, you're right, are delicious. I know, right? They're so good. You don't even eat things. You're a robot. Yeah, but they look good. Okay, we'll eat them with your eyes. Um, <laughs> this is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons for being so freaking awesome. Uh, we've got some new ones this week. Welcome to the Patreon, Guiles. Peyton F, Logan and Toxic, our newest patrons, thank you for signing up. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you are enjoying your ad-free episodes. You're you're now on lists for some of you for t-shirts or stickers and potentially joining us for the last uh, last episode of this month, which is on the last day of the month, the 31st, January 31st, we will be having our patron chat on Tuesday, the 31st at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. So if you are a tier four, or hire a patron, come join us. That would be awesome. I'd love to chat with you and be thinking about what you wanna talk about. Also, we have to shout out all of our Sentry bots and uh, thank them for, for their support. And that includes Dylan R and Larry D. Thank you so much for your support. And all 72 of you, thank you very, 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 very much. Also, we normally read out a new rating or review, When we get them in, but we haven't had any new ones show up in the last week that I'm aware of, but maybe they'll filter in after I'm done recording this because sometimes that happens. But if you'd like to leave a five star review on Apple podcasts, I will read out the words on a future episode. Also, you can drop this show a five star rating on Apple or Spotify or wherever else or just tell your friends or any of that is always extremely helpful. And um, other than that. I mean, you could just send cookies. Well, you just made cookies. Yeah, but maybe they make better cookies. You just don't eat them. So, don't send me cookies. I Well, okay. You guys don't know my address, and if you do, that's creepy. Um, Maybe I'll make a P.O. box for them to send me cookies? Yeah. Mm, that sounds, I don't know about that. All right. Well, here, we've got more Order of Mystery stuff to talk about. So, let's get back to the rest of the show. If you have Be delighted to answer them. So, the relationship between Shannon and Olivia has always been a little bit tenuous, but there's a moment that really broke it. There was an opportunity for Olivia to become the new mistress of novices, the one in charge of all of the girls. And she was expecting that her mother would choose her for this role. She's been with her this whole time, she has shown that she is capable. But she's also shown that she's extremely strong-willed. And so her mother picks another woman, Yves Devois, in order to do this role because she's dependable, she's organized, and she would fit this job perfectly. She would handle the training and the mission assignments. All of that stuff would make sense. And Olivia just couldn't handle this. And so Olivia leaves. She decides, you know what? If my mom doesn't want me for this role and sees my... Potential, then I'm going to go somewhere else. And so she decides to head out and join another group that she thinks will be more capable of taking on the people and the situations and the and the raiders that she is targeting, specifically Thorpe. This happens in May of 2086. The terminal entry here goes like this. In the past three years, I've killed over 100 men. This is Olivia herself writing this. I've hit dozens of sites for supplies, intel, any scrap of useful material. And for what? For what good are all these shadow games? What people need is order. They need leadership. The responders are weak. The Brotherhood doesn't care about anyone but themselves. And the order? We could do anything. We could rule Appalachia. Instead, we hide. We cower. What does this sound like? No more. The Raiders may be hard, but they live in the real world, not this fantasy. What they do is real. It matters. It's time I came out of the shadows and damn anyone who gets in my way. This mentality sounds a lot more like a Raider than a Mistress of Mystery. And that's where this ends up going. She decides to join a Raider group that is more in line with what she thinks needs to happen. And things seem to be going okay here, because they take out more of the raiders, they, they push back Thorpe's group, and the Responders and the Brotherhood of Steel are actually having some success here during this time period in 2086, pushing back the raiders all the way to the mountains, the worst ones, Thorpe's group. But things were about to go south. Olivia takes out a raider group. Out on one of these checkpoints that they've been tracking that she's aware of and kills everyone to a man except for one individual named Brody Torrance. That name should be familiar because it was the male student, potential student, boy, who was sent away from the manor because he wasn't a little girl. Brody had to do something out in the terrible wasteland, so he took up with Thorpe's raiders. And Olivia recognizes the name. She knows she's met him before. And spares him. And this is the first time this has ever happened. Nobody knows that the Order of Mysteries actually exists. And nobody knows if they do. Like there's speculation, I'm sure. Like, are, is this really a thing? Who they are. But now Brody knows. And this creates a gap in their secrecy and we know that torrance and thorpe end up talking about her because there's a uh, an entry here in one of their conversations one of these like emails that you can check out in one of the computers and it's a message from thorpe back to torrance and it says let me see if i have this straight mac frazier and his entire crew were wiped out by a girl dressed as a comic book character and you a young man i've never even heard of managed to survive and befriend her And convince her to let you go? This is perhaps the most audacious lie I've ever heard. But very well, I'll play along. We don't have any better leads. Meet with your girl, see what she wants, but I will still expect you to pay your quotas. So Thorpe is confused about this, but is like, all right, well, you do your thing and you keep paying your quotas and working for me, basically. And so... This this relationship between Olivia and Brody Torrance continues on, and she gives him a token of her trustworthiness in order to try to get to Thorpe. She gives him the intel of Alison Long, another member of the Order of Mysteries, in order to kind of gain his trust. And, of course, Torrance sets up an ambush in order to take her out, and actually isn't able to go through with it. She's too well equipped and Olivia swoops in, intervenes, ends up killing Alison Long. Brody takes her head back to Thorpe to prove that the deed was done. Olivia takes her body back to the manor. These are, things are getting dark here because Olivia, Olivia is doing everything she possibly can in order to get inroads to Thorpe. And she's willing to sacrifice others lives now in order to do that. So not only is Olivia now actually killing other members of the order, she also hands over the entire cryptos mainframe on a single hollow tape. Basically this was access to all of the information they needed in order to track the activities of the order of mysteries. And this becomes catastrophic. We are told that between March 2083 and July of 2086 the Order had only ever lost three mistresses. In the next three months they lose seven. The Raiders knew where the Order would be before they were there. And this was devastating. So Shannon goes into like damage control mode here. She starts Automating the training, promoting mistresses before they're ready because she needs more boots on the ground, basically, locks down the manor and then limits excursions to only the four most senior mistresses herself, Eve, Amy, and Olivia because they still don't know that Olivia is working with the Raiders. But it doesn't work. The data in the cryptos contained all the mission info for the next few months, and the Raiders picked them off one by one. And Olivia just watched. The Raiders then were preparing for a final battle. They were rallying at Somerville. But instead of their attack, something else happened. They figured it out the mistress of novices and seeker Rachel West caught up with Olivia's plan and they backed her into a corner and Olivia fought back. Of course, of course she did. She was cornered, outed and had done terrible things. She was too far gone in order to pull back, but she was also the most trained of the assassins. She fought back and kills them she murders and slaughters her way out of the situation. And then, through the rest of the ranks of the Order, taking all of them out, including even her father, Frederick Rivers, who died at her hand. And before finally leaving, with her mother being the last one to survive, she leaves her a parting message and invites her to meet at their special place, in the Savage Divide. Shannon gets the message, buries the bodies, and leaves in order to meet with her daughter one last time. And the final confrontation goes like this. They meet up on top of the side of a mountain. And they fight, mother and daughter, on November 16th. And in the end, Shannon is not able to keep up with her daughter, decades younger, well-trained. And Olivia gets a mortal wound on her mother. And at that location, Shannon passes away. We don't know what was said specifically there or how that moment, those final moments, really played out. But we do know that Olivia was wounded as well. She did not make it through this unscathed. And then one of the raiders, who Olivia had trusted at this point because she was working with them, turned on her and finished her off. And today in fall 76, you can go to that location in the Savage Divide and you will find both of their bodies together in death. And this ended the order of mysteries and there's nobody else out there that has anything else to do with them to know about these events, except for one other person, Kent Connolly, the man who back before the bombs dropped helped them build their location, set up all the training and all the gear. And Kent, a lifelong fan of the silver shroud and the mistress of mystery is now the ghoul who operates the Silver Shroud Radio. To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.